Hello, everybody. This is Louise Eddington with Cosmic Owl Astrology. And before I dive in to talk about Neptune stationing direct, I'd like to ask you to subscribe to my channel. Give me a thumbs up and leave me a comment because I love, love, love to hear from you as I grow this channel. I'd also like to say I am offering a free solstice celebration and preview of 2023 webinar. It's going to be on December the 21st at 1 p.m. Mountain Time, recorded, of course, and the registration link will be down in the bottom or you can find it on um, my Facebook page and various other places. So I hope you'll join me because 2023s are shaping up to be very, very interesting. So anyway, let's dive in. So this, uh, Neptune is stationing direct on December the 1st at 7.15pm Eastern Time. But before I talk about the astrology, I want to say that Neptune is stationing direct at 22 degrees Pisces, only six degrees and 20 minutes from Jupiter. So I'm going to say he's conjunct Jupiter because there's such vast energies. And Neptune's also opposing Ceres in Virgo and still widely square to Mars in Gemini. But even more importantly, Venus is square Neptune on that like moments after Neptune stations direct. So Venus is square to Neptune on the station and Mercury squares Neptune right before as well. So this is a mutable uh, grand cross. So things <laughs> can get very confusing. So Neptune stations tend to be really draining. Uh, that you tend to not have direction, especially in Pisces, because <laughs> Neptune is the modern ruler of Pisces, and especially conjunct Jupiter, the traditional ruler of Pisces. So if you're finding yourself feeling very mm, shimmery, one of my uh, YouTube commenters described it as, then that's what's going on. You may be, you may have no drive, no energy, feel like your get up and go as get up and gone <laughs> and so on and so forth. But it will come back. But um, I'm going to give you suggestions to enjoy it. So we're going to look at some stuff. Then we're going to go through all signs to show you where Neptune is stationing direct for you. But first, let's look at the numbers. Neptune is stationing direct at 22 degrees Pisces, as I said, and the number 22 is a master number. It's called the master spiritual master builder on the material plane. So 22 is about dreams made manifest, ancient wisdom, um, force of nature, the future, evolution, uh, universal love, God, whatever you, that is for you. Um, it's the universe. It's just it is it is all that is you know it's idealist it's expansive it's visionary and here it is in, in Pisces which has all of those qualities as well Pisces is the energy of creation the soup of creation the cosmic soup the amniotic fluid so you're beginning to get an idea <laughs> about this station ah yes it's powerful now, I pulled a card for the Neptune Station Direct, and I actually got the Disappointment card, 
but I pulled the disappointment card reversed. And that means letting go, acceptance, seeing positives and moving on. All right. So even though I'm recording this on November the 29th, even though this station is going to be very draining, if you can just surrender and let go and relax into the uh, magic and the shimmery nature of this energy, then you're going to enjoy it. But um, And funnily enough, as um, I record this, I am surrounded by a sea of white because we had a big snowstorm. So it kind of feels very Neptunian anyway. So um, I also want to talk about the dates. So let me share the chart a little bit and then we'll talk about the energies and we'll look at the symbols and we'll go into all signs. So Neptune will station direct on December the 3rd at, at um, 7.15 p.m. Eastern. Now, Neptune, I'm going to go back. Neptune turned retrograde on June the 28th, 2022 at 25 degrees of Pisces. So at that time over here in Pisces, Juno was in Pisces. Juno's in Pisces now, actually. And and uh, the Neptune station was in aspect to Pluto as it still is really in this sextile with Pluto that we've had going on back and forth um, for, for a long time. But really, it was making no other major, major aspects. It made a sextile to Pallas Athena. Um, there was no squares or oppositions. And since June, Neptune has been trolling along retrograde. And, you know, really, because Neptune is a slower moving planet with a, an orb of 106, uh, an orbit, sorry, of 165 years, really, it's only the station days that really bite with Neptune, other than when it's being aspected by or when it's receiving aspects from faster moving planets um, or slower moving planets. But um, overall, the time around the station in June, at the end of June, was um, a difficult time. And that's actually when I caught COVID. <laughs> so just be aware that Neptune in Pisces can be about respiratory diseases. We're seeing RSV on the rise, COVID's on the rise again. Um, it can lead to slightly weakened immune response. So take care if you are out and about, because we know that um, flu, COVID and RSV are all kind of rampant at the moment as Neptune stations. We've also had some mudslides um, going on. I'm going to go back to the current one. We've also had some mudslides. Um, Cameroon, um, Ischia, an island in Italy had um, had mudslides. That's very Neptunian because it the water Neptune and Pisces is water getting into the mud, causing the mudslides. I'm even going to say the rivers of lava coming out of Mauna Loa are very kind of Neptunian because they're going into the sea. And Neptune stations can feel like a big tide turning, okay, almost like a tide, slow tidal wave, not a big um, 
tsunami kind of tidal wave but a big slow turning one that kind of digs in and if you think about water as well water really um, water erodes water changes that's very neptune um, station to my mind um, but if but you might be feeling very tired you might be just feeling like you need a lot of naps you need extra sleep you need to go to bed early you need to dream a lot you need to create a lot and and so on and so forth so if you're feeling like that it's likely to be Neptune in Pisces of course you're going to feel it more if you have planets aspected by Neptune in Pisces but um but you know if if um if you don't we're all going to be feeling it because it's such a big energy now i quickly want to look at this chart and then we'll um talk about quickly about the two the, about the sabian symbol and the chandra symbol then we'll dive into all signs i don't want this video to be too long but you know i must say this is a big station because it's conjunct jupiter um okay so Neptune, look at this. This is at 2238. As I said, Venus is squaring Neptune. That's the strongest aspect. And Venus-Neptune um, squares any aspect are one of really um, high romance, higher love, um, higher idealization, higher illusion, higher deception. You may not be seeing people properly. Um, Venus is values, money, relationships, love, um, all those um, areas. You may think everything's wonderful in those and you may not be seeing something clearly. And also with Neptune stationing square to, Net, uh, square to Venus in Sagittarius, uh, there's a lot around belief and faith going on, but also with Venus representing money, there could be some um, switches and turns and shifts in money arenas and um, monetary wealth and abundance as well. M days before, a uh, couple of days before Venus squares Neptune and um, and uh, Neptune stations, Mercury will square Neptune and is still in square on the station. And this is going to be mixed messages. Um, it's going to bring confusing conversations. We're not going to know what's going on. But again, Venus, Mercury, both in Sagittarius, Jupiter ruling Sagittarius and Neptune. This is about having faith and having belief and really tuning into whatever the divine is for you during this period. Excuse me, I've got a little bit of a... Hmm. Anyway, don't say that. That's how COVID started last time. Don't think I've got it this time. Um, also, we've got Ceres over here in Virgo forming a T-square to Venus, Mercury, and Neptune and Jupiter. I'm going to say they're all part of this. Ceres is the great mother. Ceres is comfortable in Virgo, but she's about healing our relationship with service, usefulness, and the um, and wholeness and the earth, because Virgo is an earth sign. So that's being brought into the mix. And this is earth. And this is water. This is the practical mystic axis, okay, with Ceres opposing. This is saying, how can we tune into 
the collective, the divine, and bring it down to be useful and healing down on the earth. Ceres is the goddess of the grain. She is the one who, um, she protected the harvest. She helped us, helped humans to be in alignment with the nature of the earth. She also was the goddess of the plebeians, the ordinary people. And funnily enough, as I record this, there's a lot of um, chatter out there on Twitter about uh, the rail workers in the United States and a deal that's it's trying to be forced through to avoid a rail strike at Christmas. And I'm not going to go into my opinions on that. It's just, you know, I this to my mind is this axis with Venus and um, Mercury shooting their arrows to the future now more than 10 degrees away from the sun. Then we've got a wide square to Mars retrograde. So Mars retrograde in Gemini has been looking at um, our community, our relationships with each other, remembering that the Gemini card in the tarot is the lover's card. So this is very much about our relationships and our identi identity and our relationship to the divine and our relationship to the earth. This Neptune station is coming in. So, all right. So I actually do want to read the symbols for you. So, <coughs> A um, The Sabian symbol is a materializing medium giving a seance. The keynote is the ability to give of one's own vital energy to substantiate one's conscious ideals or unconscious desires. The person who believes he or she has a mission or mandate or any special gift that can be of value to their community must substantiate this belief. They have to produce results. Sometimes this involves difficulties and special conditions or circumstances. It always demands to some extent the gift of some power of value, which is deeply one's own. The thought of sacrifice was suggested by the white lamb in the first symbol of the five old series of this five old series. Something precious involved in a deeply personal experience has to be surrendered, offered to others. The medium's psychic substance provides the materials made visible in the ph phenomena. If the latter are genuine, after the seance, the medium is usually exhausted. The performer gives her this very life to the performance. That speaks to the very draining energy of this Neptune station. The key word, according to Rudyard, is substantiation. The shadowy aspect of the process is deception okay now if you don't mind one second i'm just going to pause to cough because <laughs> um i just need a drink hang on that's better <laughs> needed some water okay so the chandra symbol for the neptune station direct is someone lurking in a dark wood they are waiting for a passerby imagining and conceiving nefarious plans and designs within the within the unconscious mind and blanket denial by the conscious mind. The shadows, the dark, the unknown are saturated with menace, trickery, deception and long built up heavy emotions. All of this is too much for the, for the conscious self to even begin to claim or own. 
you are essentially engulfed by dark shadows, deep shadows with outward shows of light, but truly you cannot play it any other way. And even if this syndrome perpetuates and gives great sanctuary to dark and mischievous spirits, it is deeply experienced as a fate imposed by past mistakes that this lifetime self did not originate. And so the protestations of innocence are accurate and sincere, even while you are harboring everything you crave to break from forever. Whoa. So this does speak to the nebulous and um, shadowy nature of this Neptune station and of Neptune in Pisces in general, but particularly in this in this um, in this station and Neptune stations in general as well. You know, it's very shadowy energy. It can um, all these nebulous kind of unconscious fears can come to the surface during a Neptune station as well. All right, so let's look at in fact let's just start where we're at i set this chart for washington dc because i've been doing some work on that and let's just start with um with the rising sign that is on um the ascendant when um i set this chart now when you're when you're listening to these kind of videos whether they're mine or anybody else's if you know your rising sign listen to the rising sign. Also listen to your sun sign. If you don't know your rising sign, listen to your sun sign. It can affect a moon sign a little, but mainly it's rising sign or sun sign. If you don't know your rising sign, astro.com or astro-seek.com um, give you places to create your astrology chart for free. And um, and you, there is a tool, but basically your rising sign is the sign that's here. Okay. When you look at the chart, if you look to the left and this line with the arrow, that's your rising sign. So if you don't know your rising sign, go and get a free chart and look at the symbol that's on the ascendant over here and uh, look at that. Okay. But let's dive in with cancer. <laughs> so cancer for you this is going to be the ninth house and the ninth house this is a beautiful place to have a neptune station this is the higher self the sources of expansion and inspiration and personal beliefs experience of the divine um this is also travel and other cultures it's more foreign travel travel of the mind um and higher education whether formal or informal higher learning i prefer to call it and so if you're actually physically traveling long distance there could be some change of plans and things like that with with this station um with um if with sources of expansion and personal beliefs, there could be some shifting sands. What you what you have faith in and what you believe could be shifting and changing, and you could be really emerging into something new. And most of it will be coming from an actual experience of the divine. All right, you know you will have and perhaps have a mystical experience with the Neptune station in the ninth house that uh, teaches you something 
of higher knowledge. Okay. Or you may read something that really teaches you something that really kind of elevates your sense of knowing and um, faith and belief. So it's a beautiful house to have this in. Okay. Because it's kind of quite attuned to that energy. So that's for Cancer Rising or Cancer Sun sign. Now, Leo. So for Leo, this is in the eighth house of intimacy. This is in um, your bonded relationships with of the emotional, psychological and sexual kinds. This is also the, the realm of the deep psyche, uh, taboo subjects, so-called the occult, the hidden kind of knowledge, the magic um, underlying reality, um, death also, physical and psychological and shared financial resources. And there could be some nebulousness around that, particularly in the area of shared um, resources or your deep, most deeply bonded relationships. Either that or you will just shift your view or, or your feelings really about the people you're in deeply bonded relationships with. And it could be deeply intimate and magical if you tune into this surrender kind of energy of it instead of trying to kind of take the lead, which, you know, Leo loves to do. This is one of just surrendering to this um, deep, deep um, spiritual and almost psychic intimacy in the eighth house. Quite beautiful. So, um, but it's going to change the direction a little bit of where this is all going for you. Now, uh, before I move to the other signs, I will say that Neptune's been in Pisces for a long time. And these, you know, Neptune has been going direct and forward and <laughs> for many years. But this one will affect you more if you have planets or angles around 22 degrees. <clears throat> but you can look back the last few years and see what Neptune's been doing for the area of life to see how things might shift as well. Okay. All right. So let's move on and move to Virgo. So Virgo, this is for the, this is your opposite sign. So for you, this is in your seventh house and this is the, the house of relationship. It's what you attract. It's the nature of your relationships. It's all significant others, including your partner, but it's also your pattern in patterns in relationships or how you compromise yourself for others and also uh, your disowned self. You may see something in people that uh, you really go, oh, I don't like that. And it's often a part of you that you don't want to look at. Well, the shifting sides of Neptune may reveal things that you hadn't seen. Or you may be very confused when you look at people during this period of the Neptune station. Not seeing people clearly, not seeing your significant other clearly, being very confused. Um it's going to change your perceptions as Neptune moves forward. The clouds might begin to clear and that can be for good or bad. OK, so um, that's just the area of life where it is for you. So let's go to Libra next and Libra for you. This is in your sixth house, which is the area of work or service. This is the nature of work you do, your day-to-day -day work experience, your style of daily living, um, your relationship to service or mentoring. It can also be your health or pets. 
Neptune stationing in there. I mean, you've always got Pisces here if you're Virgo, if you're um, Libra rising. So, you know, you've always got these health things. But when there's an influence of this, there could be this is, you know, I would advise you to really take good care around the things I talked about with the compromised immune system energy around with flu and COVID and RSV, et cetera, all rampant. I would, uh, Libra rising or Libra sun, please take extreme care right now because your energy levels may be low. Um, you may not feel like work, uh, you know, you may not feel like doing the daily routine. You may feel like checking out a little bit, just doing the station, really. Things will pick up as as Neptune begins to move forward. So. Scorpio. So Scorpio, this for you is in the fifth house of creative self-expression, of performing ability, joy, children, sport, pleasure, leisure, hobbies, play, romance, all those kind of fun, joyous things. And Neptune will have you tuned in to um, creativity and playfulness. This is, an, again, it's a nice place to have this Neptune station. It's, um, it, it's so it, you're more likely to be able to give in and just surrender to the to the fun and the creative ability with it in this house. So um, in this point of um, energy where it's quite low, just really kind of allow yourself to be creative and have some fun during this time. And whether that means playing with your children, playing with somebody else's children, playing on your own, or just creating on your own, just find some joy here with this Neptune station. Because during the Neptune station, nothing is very straightforward. So you may as well just chill and relax. <laughs> All right. So we have Sagittarius next. Sagittarius, that's me. <laughs> this is in your fourth house. And uh, this is the house of the home. But it's also, it's your in your nature of your inner private life as well as your physical home. It's the basis of security. It's the type of home you create or prefer and your family of origin, one of the parents. And you are just likely to just not want to leave home during this Neptune station. You're likely to just want to sit there and just enjoy your, whether it's your physical home or your inner home, just your tight little family. You may just want to batten down the hatches and just connect and feel the connection between them. But as it is a Neptune station, you know, again, things may be a little confusing and tide may turn a little in this area as Neptune starts to move direct. OK. All right, let's. All right. Capricorn, for you, this is the third house. This is communication, perception, communication style, the voice, what you think and talk about. It can also be siblings, um, but can you imagine when Neptune station in Pisces in the third house, what that's doing? You will not be able to make sense of what's coming your way and you may not be making sense, but it's a wonderful time to kind of tune in and do something like stream of consciousness writing or um watching fantasy films and taking in some information that way 
because you you probably will not be able to focus on words to be quite honest if you're reading or whatever words are coming out of your mouth may not be kind of rational and straightforward it's all very kind of confusing and nebulous so just sink into the enjoyment of fantasy with it with um, the neptune station in this realm for you so okay that was capricorn yeah aquarius this for you is the second house this is your resources your self-confidence what you value, your relationship to your body and the natural world. It's um, your approach to earning and how you make your own, how you make your money. Well, you may not feel like doing much. <laughs> your self-esteem may be a little bit low during this Neptune station, but you may just feel like, you know, going and lying on the grass and looking at the clouds and the stars and things just to kind of raise up your chi a little bit. Um, that's supposing you're not living in a place like I do where you've got snow on the ground. But either way, you can sink into the magic of the natural world and just, um, I don't know, do some dreaming on the couch to feel your body and, and tune in, have a bath, make your body feel good during this time. And I'm only talking about the days around the station, really. As I said, with Neptune being such a slow moving planet, you know, once he gets up to speed after about five days, um, so that would be about um, December the 8th, things will start moving and you'll feel it gradually, the energy gradually coming back. Okay. So Pisces, for you, this is the first house. So this is your appearance, your persona, your personality. It's your face. Um, it's um, also uh, how others see you initially. You've got some sparkle during this Neptune station, but also people will be going, I can't quite see what she's about, you know, and you may be wanting to hide. You may, with a Neptune station in the first house, you may just go, I just want to be alone. Just go away. Talk to the hand. Leave me alone. Spend some time alone. I do not want to be out there in the world. Honour that for a few days as much as you can all right so um aries yep aries aries for you it's the 12th house the house that's most aligned with neptune and pisces this is the realm of the unconscious this is all forms of altered state trance dream meditative creative intuitive states it's um secluded places, prisons, monasteries, hospitals, and it's the house of hidden enemies too. With Neptune stationing on there, some really old fears could come up. Some fears of being alone. You know, Aries likes to be out there in the world. This may have you really going, oh, I don't like this. I don't feel this very uncomfortable. Aries is very direct, fire, and this Neptune station might feel very, um, very uncomfortable for you. And you may feel a little bit lost and uncomfortable for a few days. So just be aware of it and sink in, do some meditation. Again, baths, long baths or long showers. Great for that for you. So allow yourself that time. Taurus. So for Taurus, this is the 11th house. This is groups, organizations, causes, um, can even be uh, politics, social consciousness. Um, it's also the place of hopes and wishes. 
this is uh, you may not know where you're going you you may feel confused in groups you may go I don't feel the same about a group that I was involved with before and you may feel the sands of time shifting over here and and you met and with regarding hopes and wishes you you may really not know where you're going again any form for anybody in this meditation dream work stream of consciousness writing will just help you process these feelings but this is where it's going to be affecting for you and because it's in the area of groups of friends and things there could be some shifting sands in those friend groups okay people leaving people um just kind of just disappearing from your life for example so last one is gemini because we started with cancer so gemini this is in the 10th house which is your most public self your most uh, visible visible um, place in your chart and it's how you're seen in the world and the nature of your career well, you will probably not feel like being very visible. You are going to feel like not being out there in the world. Um, if you have any chance of just taking a couple of days off around the station, luckily it's on a weekend. It's actually on December the 3rd. It's kind of shifted a bit because of me moving the chart around. But it's this coming weekend. It's saying, you know, just just withdraw from the world a little bit and surrender into that magical kind of nebulousness of Neptune and and do some um, sitting in under a tree, go and hug a tree, go and sit against a tree and go and sit in a sauna or a long bath for a long time or go swimming. It's Neptune stations are not really a great time for kind of rational thought and action in the world it's a time to rest and withdraw so i hope you've enjoyed that i'm sorry my throat is a little bit croaky and um, don't forget to subscribe okay and also don't forget to register for the um, solstice celebration on december the 21st and a preview of 2023 oh and before i go i just i turned because even though i'm recording this on november the 29th i turned my calendar to december because neptune is stationing in december and look at this beautiful art for the neptune station okay for december but just look at this. This is by She Who Is. Um, she's on Instagram and Facebook. She does a calendar and she does beautiful goddess artwork. She's got some um, goddess um, oracle cards too that she illustrated. And I don't know where they are, but um, beautiful art. So I thought I'd put her up there for, for you. So until next time, peace.